0: This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of perineal subluxation and dislocation from the foot and ankle section on orthobullets.com. Perineal tendon dislocation and repetitive subluxation from behind the lateral malleolus most commonly occurs in young active patients. The mechanism is typically either a rapid dorsiflexion of an inverted foot leading to rapid reflexive contraction of the peroneus longus and brevis tendons or a rapid contraction that can also lead to injury of the superior peroneal retinaculum. As far as the pathophysiology of this condition, subluxation of the peroneal tendons leads to longitudinal tears over time which usually involves the peroneus brevis at the fibular groove. Subfibular impingement can also occur secondary to calcaneal malunion. Associated conditions include tears of the peroneus brevis and or longus, in which longitudinal split tears are more common than transverse tears, and lateral ankle ligament injuries like the ATFL and or CFL, which occur in up to 75% of patients with superior peroneal retinaculum injuries. Now let's quickly go over some relevant anatomy. The peroneus brevis is innervated by the superficial peroneal nerve, which is a branch of S1. The peroneus brevis acts as a primary everter of the foot, and the tendinous junction is about 2-4 to cm proximal to the tip of the fibula. The peroneus brevis lies anterior and medial to the peroneus longus at the level of the lateral malleolus. The peroneus longus is also innervated by the superficial peroneal nerve, which again is a branch off of S1. The peroneus longus is primarily a plantar flexor of the foot and the first metatarsal. It can have an ossicle, known as an osperonium, located within its tendon body. The peroneal tendons are contained within a common synovial sheath that splits at the level of the peroneal tubercle. The sheath runs in the retromalleolar sulcus on the fibula. The peroneus longus is posterior in the sulcus. Remember that the longus takes the long way around. And the peroneus brevis is anterior in the sulcus. Remember that the brevis is behind the bone. The sulcus is deepened by a fibrocartilaginous rim, which is still only about 5 mm deep. The tendons are covered by the superior perineal retinaculum, which originates from the posterolateral ridge of the fibula and inserts onto the lateral calcaneus, otherwise known as the perineal tubercle. The inferior aspect of the superior perineal retinaculum blends with the inferior perineal retinaculum, and this retinaculum is the primary restraint to the perineal tendons within the retromalleolar sulcus. At the level of the peroneal tubercle of the calcaneus, the peroneus longus is inferior and the peroneus brevis is superior. Both tendons at this level are covered by the inferior peroneal retinaculum. As far as classification, the one to know is the Ogden classification of superior peroneal retinaculum tears, and it's divided into four grades. Grade 1, the superior peroneal retinaculum is partially elevated off of the fibula, allowing for subluxation of both tendons. Grade 2, the superior perineal retinaculum is separated from the cartilofibrous ridge of the lateral malleolus, allowing the tendons to sublux between the superior perineal retinaculum and the cartilofibrous ridge. Grade 3, there is a cortical avulsion of the superior perineal retinaculum off of the fibula, allowing the subluxated tendons to move underneath the cortical fragment. And grade 4, the superior perineal retinaculum is torn from the calcaneus, not the fibula. Patients with peroneal subluxation and dislocation often report they felt a pop with the dorsiflexion ankle injury. Symptoms include clicking, popping, and feelings of instability or pain on the lateral aspect of the ankle. On physical exam, inspection may reveal swelling posterior to the lateral malleolus, tenderness over the tendons, a pseudotumor over the peroneal tendons, and or a voluntary subluxation of the tendons plus or minus a popping sound. Provocative tests include active dorsiflexion and eversion against resistance, which causes subluxation slash dislocation and apprehension. The compression test will cause pain with passive dorsiflexion and eversion of the ankle. Peroneal subluxation and dislocation is best recognized on an internal rotation view of the ankle in which you may see a cortical avulsion off the distal tip of the lateral malleolus, otherwise known as the flex sign or a rim fracture. This view is also needed to evaluate for a varus hindfoot. MRI best evaluates this condition with axial views of a slightly flexed ankle, and this can demonstrate anatomic anomalies leading to pathology like a peroneus quartus muscle or a low-lying peroneus brevis muscle belly. Treatment for peroneal subluxation and dislocation can be either operative or non-operative. Non-operative management includes short leg cast immobilization and protected weight bearing for 6 weeks, which is indicated for all acute injuries in non-professional athletes. And it's important that the tendons are reduced at the time of casting. Success rates for non-surgical management are only marginally better than 50%. Operative options include acute repair of superior perineal retinaculum and deepening of the fibular groove as well as a groove deepening procedure with soft tissue transfer and or osteotomy. Acute repair of the superior perineal retinaculum and deepening of the fibular groove is indicated for acute tendon dislocations in serious athletes who desire a quick return to a sport or their active lifestyle and it's also indicated in the presence of a longitudinal tear. A groove-deepening procedure with soft tissue transfer and or osteotomy is indicated for a chronic-slash-recurrent dislocation, and with this option, you are less able to reconstruct the superior perineal retinaculum, so treatment focuses on other aspects of perineal stability. And this typically involves groove-deepening in addition to soft tissue transfers or bone block techniques, such as osteotomies to further contain the tendons within the sulcus. Plantaris grafts can act to reinforce the superior perineal retinaculum, and it's important to keep in mind that hindfoot varus must be corrected prior to any superior perineal retinaculum reconstructive procedures. For perineal brevis tears, presentation and physical exam is often very similar to perineal tendon dislocation, however there is no instability of the tendon, and MRI is required for this diagnosis. Non-operative treatment in these cases include NSAIDs, activity restriction, and a walking boot, which are often the first line of treatment. However, the failure rate may be as high as 83%. Operative treatments can include core repair and tubularization of the tendon, debridement of the tendon with tenodesis of the distal and proximal ends of the brevis tendon to the peroneus longus, or reconstruction with an allograft, and a hindfoot osteotomy. A core repair and tubularization of the tendon is indicated for simple tears. A debridement of the tendon with tenodesis of the distal and proximal ends of the brevis tendon to the peroneus longus or reconstruction with allograft is indicated for complex tears with multiple longitudinal tears and significant tendinosis, that is with greater than 50% of the tendon involved. A hindfoot osteotomy is done when the varus hindfoot alignment contributes to peroneal pathology. You should consider a calcaneal osteotomy or a subtalar arthrodesis in a patient with hind foot varus and perineal pathology. That's all for this review about perineal subluxation and dislocation. Hopefully that was helpful. Look out for questions related to this topic on this weekend's question session, and hopefully this episode will have prepared you for that review. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on iTunes. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.